Hey everybody, welcome back to Traveling Through the World with T. It is Tangela, yes, your favorite, I, at least I hope your favorite flight attendant. And I just want to welcome you back to Season 2 of Traveling Through the World with T. So, I know it's been a couple months since I was back here with you, but hey, I'm back. And um, I wasn't just off doing anything. I was actually off being productive and being busy and, and contributing to society. So I left you guys back, I guess, in September or October. But during that time frame, I picked up a job working at the United States Post Office. Yes, I did say the post office. And uh, quite honestly, it was some of the hardest work that I've done in a very long time. So this actually started out being just a job for the holidays and the seasonal help. And it actually turned into a full-time job because they really wanted me there and they liked the work that I was doing. But now it's a no-time job because it was really taking me away from my time as a podcast host. Um, but as you can imagine, this Christmas season at the, uh, at the post office, and a lot of people have some bad things to say about the post office, but I tell you what, they're some of the hardest working people that I know. So a big shout out to the, those who work at the United States post office. So as I was saying, this was the first Christmas at the post office or the post office experienced since COVID-19 and a great pandemic of 2020. And, um, for all the people who once said that they hated shopping online, I tell you what, it looks like they found some kind of affinity for shopping online this year because it was crazy out there, very crazy. And you might have been one of the very unlucky ones who didn't receive their packages until a few days after Christmas, possibly even a few weeks. But it wasn't because the post office employees were not working hard every day to get your packages out there. They process a lot of parcels every day just to be able to get you your stuff. So, like I said, once again, a shout out to those who work at the U.S. Post Office. Because I know that at the facility that I work, um, typically it's a 12,000 piece parcel a day workplace. But during the Christmas holiday, we processed anywhere from 15 to 30,000. Yes, I did say 30,000 parcels a day. So if you haven't gotten your package yet, please be patient with the post office and hopefully they'll go ahead and get those out to you pretty quickly. And uh, if something happened in transit, hopefully you had great insurance and hopefully it wasn't something that was near and dear to your heart. So once again, just be patient with them. So as I was saying, I took a job working at the U.S. Post Office and um, some good came out of it as far as my listeners are concerned because while I was at the post office, I got, some, I got a word from the Lord. And uh, while I was working on the machine, uh, I really didn't understand what was happening, how everything worked together to make sure that from the time that Grandma or Uncle Uncle John or Aunt Betty put a package in the mail to you to the time that you actually received your package, what went on to make sure that you got your package? And even though I didn't understand what was going on, um, I was still doing the job. And one day the Lord said, even though you don't understand it, just trust the process. 
So our word for this first podcast of 2021 is just that, trust the process. So yeah, I know we're traveling through the word with T and we're typically doing Bible stories, but I want you to get this. God has something for us and he will do something for us even when we don't understand what he's doing or why he's doing it the way he's doing it. If we would just trust the process and trust the way that God is doing it in our lives. So in today's episode of Traveling Through the Word with T, with the subject of trust the process, I want you to remember these scriptures and we'll go over them a little bit later on. We're going to be coming from Matthew, the 11th chapter and the 28th verse. Uh, another reference scripture will be Romans 10 and 9, Ephesians 1 and 9 and the 14th verse, and of course, Romans 8 and 9. So, a little bit of background about uh, my job at the post office. I was working on a machine and it was called the ADUS. Yes, A-D-U-S. The Automated Delivery Unit Sorter. And you see on this machine, packages are processed and they're sorted into specific bins for carriers to take out on their routes. But what needs to happen is the parcel or the piece of mail needs to get onto the machine. The machine needs to read a code that's on the machine and this code is read under a light. And then it goes down the line and at some point it kicks it off into a bin and later on the carriers come and take these bins and they further sort this mail and it eventually gets to you, the customer. So in the meanwhile, what's happening is two or more, um, uh, two or more clerks, if you will, they are taking these process or taking these packages, they're putting them on this belt and that starts the process. Pretty much that starts the process. Now, don't worry about it. This information is not classified because some of this I found it on the internet. Now, each of these packages, or as we call them at the United States Post Office, parcels, they're placed on this machine, okay? And they're scanned, scanned under the light, and the light reads a barcode and sends these parcels to a bin, like I said before, for distribution to the customer. Now, all of us are expecting for our parcels to get to us. When mom, dad, aunt, uncle, best friend, you know, boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife send us a package, we want to get it in the mail. Well, during this process, according to the internet, the ATIS automated delivery sorter can rapidly process more than 2,500 packages per hour or about 14,000 pieces per day. Now, as I told you, this was a very busy year for us at the post office, and I happen to know from experience that on one occasion, we did process approximately 30,000 parcels. Now, that is more than double the 12,000 that the internet says that we can actually process. So yes, we worked hard this year, and yes, I am asking for your patience and your forgiveness uh, for the folks who work at the post office. Now, according to the internet, it also says that the machine can accurately, um, the accuracy rate 
of processing these uh, parcels is about 99.7%, eliminating the number of packages that are missorted. Now, if you listen to me, it says 99.7%, which means there's still a small percentage that are missorted that kind of go in the wrong place at the wrong time and eventually get to you. And so instead of in two days or three days, it could be a week or so. All right. We're so sorry about that, but things do happen and they're not God. Now, all of this process seems pretty simple. And yes, it would be pretty simple if all things were equal. Now, you're asking me and you're asking yourself, well, what do you mean if all things were equal? Well, think about it. If all the barcodes were the same size, which they're not. If all the packages were the same size, which they're not. Because everybody doesn't send a pack of socks. Everybody doesn't send um, a, um, a, um, a pillow in the mail. Everybody doesn't get a shirt. Everybody doesn't get, you know, their uh, coffee machine in if everybody got the same thing, no problem. You could develop some kind of pattern here, but that's not, that's not the way it works. Yes, some people get socks, some people get television, some people get toys, some people get all of these different things in the mail, so everything is not equal. Now, if all the packages were the way the same, and basically if everything about each parcel was the same, then you could develop some kind of rhythm and you could just put it on, take it out of the bin, put it onto the belt, read the parcel, continue, and you would average your, what, 2,500 packages per hour. Doesn't work that way. You see, because as I was saying, some packages are bulky, some are heavy, some are torn, which means they require a little di different kind of attention. Some are broken, some are tiny, some are lightweight, some are crumbled, some are flat. Some look heavy. Yeah, you get ready to pick it up. It's a big box and it looks like it's really heavy. You pick it up. No, it couldn't be heavy. It's just really light. Some look light because they're in a small packaging. But no, they're like a dumbbell set. Are you kidding me? Yes, it's in a small, you know, uh, 10 by 10 package and it looks like it should be small or lightweight. And you pick it up and you're like, oh my goodness, that's 35, 40 pounds. Okay, you get my point here? Now, some seem heavy until you realize that it's really not heavy. What it is, is something has it wedged in. And once you move all of those things from around it, the package is not heavy at all. And then we got those packages that are marked fragile. And these require a little bit of special care. So you see, all things are not equal. Now, then there's the barcode. Some have a barcode that says USPS tracking. Indicate and write down that barcode, you know exactly what part needs to go under the light. So when you pull it out of the bin and you place it on the belt, you can turn the USPS tracking label up. Well, it would be easy if all of them had the USPS tracking code that looked the same. Well, they don't because some have a red stamp on them. Some don't have USPS tracking code written on it. They just have a tracking code. Some have an international barcode. Some have stamps on them requiring special handling. And some just can't be run on the machine because guess what? They didn't put enough postage on them. Okay, so all of these are issues. And so when, 
when we're talking about trust in the process, if we were to take that and, and, and look at it how it is in our lives, we want God to do something for us, but all things are not the same. But he said that he would never leave us or forsake us, so trust the process. Now, when the Lord was talking to me about this, I, I didn't get it. And I was wondering, how are we supposed to process over 2,500 parcels an hour if it takes longer to get certain packages onto the machine because they're heavier? Um, if the package is too large for the machine, because yes, there is a such thing. This machine can only handle certain size packages. What happens to those who are overweight, over um, oversized or too heavy, too, you know, way too tiny to to go through without falling through the cracks. And yes, some of us, we have uh, things going on in our lives that we feel like it's too small for the Lord to handle. We feel like it's too big for the Lord to handle. We feel like it's just, you know, it's way outside of his scope for him to handle. But if we would just trust the process, we'll see and we'll, that on the other side, that it's going to be worked out. And whatever needs to get to where it's going to make it to his uh, said destination. But I'm getting a little ahead of myself. So, um, if the package is too heavy to be quickly picked up, if we can't seem to get a grip on the package, and sometimes there are some things in our lives we can't seem to get a grip on. But like I said, I'm getting ahead of myself. But anyway, I have one question. How does this package get to its destination if the barcode can't be read? How can some of the barcodes be different, yet they all get processed? What happens with the ones that don't have a barcode? Question after question, time after time, the answer was still the same. Trust the process. Now, by the end of the process, every parcel got to his correct destination. Now, yes, did some take a little bit longer than other because there was that 0.3% of missorted ones? Yes, they did. But we still had to trust the process. So now we're going to get into what trusting the process at the United States Post Office had to do or has to do with trusting God's process. And, you know, I, I kind of gave you a, a little bit of a sneak peek and you know, of, of how the two are intertwined, but on the surface, it kind of seems like there's no connection about how things work there at the post office and how God works. But if you look a little closer, there's a whole lot of things in common between the two. Now, as saints, we have things going on in our lives, things that need to be processed, things that need to be handled, things that we cannot do on our own, things that require special attention. You see, yeah, there are some things that we can do ourselves you need work you need you, you need money go to work maybe you you've been looking for work but you can't find the work so yes you may need a little bit of assistance from the lord but and yes there are a lot of things going on in our lives that yes we need a lot of assistance from the lord and we need to have our very own aidus you see we talked about the aidus machine but before i talk more about how God showed himself to me through the process at the post office, I'm going to give you a, a little bit of background on a couple other things that work in concert to get the job done, and then we're going to put it all together. So, in addition to the ATIS machine, we have a machine 
and it's a big machine and 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 we'll just call this the lifter and now this machine is a heavyweight machine is designed to lift up to 2,000 pounds all right so you put your your um, a box or some kind of wire bin on this and it lifts the packages to you so that you don't have to have to do a lot of bending over into the bin to pick up the pro the, the parcel and put it on the the, the machine so stagers take boxes and metal containers that that are filled with parcels and they place them on this and i'll call it like i said a lifter now this thing makes the clerk's job a whole lot easier because instead of having to reach down into this container and pick up heavy parcels this lifter does the heavy lifting for us and it pushes the packages toward the handler who then still has the task of placing a parcel on the ATIS so that it can be scanned under the light. Are you hearing me as I talk about the lifter and being scanned under the light? So this lifter pushes the parcels towards you and yes sometimes it comes at you really fast but then it pushes the parcels to us and yes, it's sometimes rather hastily, but it's our saving grace. So not only does this machine push, and sometimes that's what we don't like. We don't like to be pushed. Sometimes we don't like to be pushed to that next level. But even as it's pushing, it's also lifting. You understand me? You following what I'm saying? Now, in addition to this lifter, there's also a stager. This person also acts as a feeder. So you're getting all these words. So we've got a stager and a feeder. So this person lines up the next parcel that is going to go on the lifter for the clerk to put it on the belt. So we have someone who is there who is staging the next thing for the next act. And when they're done staging, they uh, they sit. So when, what they're doing when they're staging is they set you up for the next step and they sometimes stand at the end of the belt and they fill in any open slots so that the process is maximized. Now, sometimes when it feels like we're just getting behind on the parcels on the onto the belt, the stager steps in and fills in the gap. Now, so we have an ATIS, we have a lifter and we have a stager or a feeder. Sound like anybody you know? Yeah, sounds like the Father, sounds like the Son, and sounds like the Holy Ghost. Now, mind you, I'm working at the post office, and I'm hearing from the Lord, and He's saying, trust the process. Trust the process. And I began to think about each of our lives and how we have gone through this most difficult 2020 year and how we seek to please the Lord and make it to heaven. And no, it's not always easy. Sometimes just like things don't seem to work out and they're not seeming to work out in our lives. God is just saying to you, trust the process. Trust me. Trust that I know what I'm doing in your life. Because you see, we all have our own parcels. Yes, P-A-R-C-E-L-S. We have those personal perplexing areas that ravage our lives and exceed certain emotional limits. But God said, I got this. 
You see, in this whole process, we can see how the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit work in concert to handle your parcel and work out your situation. Every situation that doesn't seem to be workable. You see, we all, we all have things in our lives that are bulky. We have things that weigh heavy on us. And maybe your money is even more in disarray since COVID-19. We have things that are torn in our lives. Maybe you don't know how to give up the things of the world and you're torn between the things of God and the things of this world. Maybe you have some things that are broken in your life yet, things that have happened to you and you just feel so broken. Maybe the kids are unruly in your home and your home is broken. Maybe you have a lack of self-esteem and you feel small and you have something that's tiny in your life. Maybe you have a disease that the doctors don't know what to do with and you feel crumbled. Maybe sometimes you look at other people's situation and you think that it's a light thing, but to them in their lives is really heavy and it's heavy on them. So yes, there's some heavy things that's going on. Maybe people look at your life and they dismiss your situation and to them it seems like a light thing, but to you it's a heavy thing. You see, some things seem heavy until you realize that something else has it wedged in. And once that thing is removed, it's not so heavy at all. Maybe there are some of folks in our lives and there are some things that are some things in our lives that seem heavier. They're harder than they really are until we realize that there's something weighing it down. And once we get rid of that thing, it's not so heavy at all. Maybe you can't seem to have the right relationship with the Lord and what's holding you back is someone in your circle who is weighing heavy on you and once you get rid of them, then you'll realize that serving the Lord is not so hard at all. But then I'll see that package that's marked fragile and I know that one requires some special care. And maybe your marriage is on the brink of failure. You see, that's fragile. And maybe it needs some special care. Maybe you have a situation that requires some special handling. God can handle it. All you have to do is trust the process. But then I'll see a package with some other writing on it. And it'll say something like return to sender. And so those things. Things that return to sender can kind of get in the way of the process. You see, there are some things that the devil sends our way. And all we need to do is just RTS, return to sender. You know, that wife that's not yours, return to sender. You know, hatred is wrong, return to sender. Strife is wrong, return to sender. Now, between Romans 1 and Galatians 5, there's a whole lot of things that need to be returned to sender. The Bible says in Romans 1 and 26, he says, Being filled with all unrighteousness, fornication, wickedness, covetousness, maliciousness, envy, full of envy, murder, debate, deceit, malignity, whispers, backbiters, haters of God, despiteful, proud, boasters, inventors of evil things, disobedient to parents without understanding, covenant breakers, 
people who don't do what they say they're going to do. Christians who don't do what they say they're going to do. Without natural affection, implacable, unmerciful. And then in Galatians 5, adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lasciviousness, idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, variance, emulations, wrath, strife, seditions, heresies. There's a whole list of things. Return to sender, envying, murderers, drunkenness, reveling, and of such like of the which I tell you. As I have told you in time past, that they which do such things shall not inherit the kingdom of God. You want to inherit God's kingdom? You want God to do things? You want to be able to trust the process? Return to sender. All we have to do to get this situation under control is to get the parcel onto the machine. Get our situation Onto our own personal aidus. Sometimes we need a little push. Yes, there are some things that seem a little daunting and everything seems to come up rushing at us all at one time. But many of us may not go without a little push from the lifter. <laughs> we may not get a seem to want to go unless the Lord pushes us in a way. He pushes us forward so that we can get our parcel onto the Lord. But he also lifts us when we're down and sometimes we feel like giving up and we feel like we need just a little bit more help and just when we feel like giving up that's when the feeder of the Holy or the Holy Spirit comes in to fill in the gap until we can make it to the next point after all the pushing and all the lifting and all the feeding sometimes we seem to get our problem to the Lord or we seem to get our parcel on the belt for processing and it still doesn't read. How does that happen? You've been fasting and praying and seeking God's face and coming into his presence and it still seems like everything seems to get turned upside down. You see on that machine that we were working with, we sometimes put the parcel onto the machine and then there's a little lip. And by the time it hit the lip on this little belt, it flips upside down. And by the time it gets to the light, the barcode is not able to be read. And I know sometimes in our lives we go through situations when, like I said, we've been fasting and praying and reading and we get our situation to the Lord and bam, it seems like it's flipped upside down. We've put it on the right side up and before it gets worked out, it gets flipped upside down. Have you ever felt this way that everything you do seems to get flipped upside down? Sometimes we work so hard to get the heavy parcels onto the machine and still gets flipped over. And the parcel actually doesn't get flipped upside down, but it gets rejected. You know how you feel when you work so hard to get your issues to the light, your issues to the Lord, and it seems like it's gotten rejected. Sometimes the packaging is so crumbled, you know, that we put on the machine that that this light can't get a full reading of the entire uh, barcode. And sometimes the things in our lives have us so crumbled and, and we can't seem to get it right unto the light. And for us, we uh, at the post office, we have to just straighten it out just enough. Just enough that as the barcode is readable and it goes under the light in the right place. Sometimes things in our lives seem so crumbled. But as long as your spirit is right with the Lord, as long as your spiritual barcode can be read, 
God is going to work it out. All we have to do is trust the process. Sometimes we bring things to the Lord and yes, it gets rejected. But the good thing about it is just like at the post office, it goes into what's called a reject bin. And what happens is at the end of the line, there's this reject bin and somebody goes and they pull this bin right back around to us and they give it back to us and it's put on the lifter again. And then we get a chance to process it all over again. So you see, getting rejected is not as bad as it sounds because it gives us a chance to try the process all over again. You see, God is so merciful and he's so full of grace that if we offer him something that he rejects, he gives us another chance to offer it to him the right way. And I'll just be honest with you. Sometimes I'll put a, I'll put a parcel on a machine that I'm not sure will be read just to see if the machine will read it or if it rejects it. And sometimes we try God to see if he will accept the parcel or the thing that we give to him or if he will reject it. Now, if he rejects it, we have to try again. We have to know what God will and will not accept and that that way we can stop offering things to our God that he does not accept and we can stop offering the same thing over and over again and offer the things that only he will accept. Now, I know you can't be asking how do we know what we, he will accept and what he won't. That's a good question for a new Christian, but for the ones who've been with the Lord for a while, you know what he will accept and what he won't. Now, if it's something new in your life, yeah, I can get that. But just in case you don't, just in case you're new or you're holy in the Lord, we have a good starting point for knowing what the Lord will and won't accept and it's found in the Word of God. You see, like I said, the post office said that this machine will process uh, approximately 2,500 pieces per hour. But in order to do that, there has to be some kind of rhythm that is um, a, a rhythm that's put in a place. And sometimes, even in our lives, there's a concern that we don't, we're not, we haven't gotten things to the Lord like we should. Because, and, and the reason on the ATIS machine that we haven't gotten these things per hour is because we're struggling with the heavy stuff, the odd stuff, the things don't, that don't seem to come out of the bin um, uh, with ease going on into the machine. And the same thing happens in our lives. We have these things that we're struggling with and they seem heavy and they're odd stuff and we've never seen this thing before and these things that we can't seem to get a handle on. But don't worry because the ADAS has a built-in averaging system. You see, maybe we only processed a thousand parcels during the session but the average could be 30,000 or 3,000 parcels if we do it right. And the same thing happens in your life. Maybe we didn't do everything right. But if we do it consistently, consistency is the key. If we do it consistently, serving the Lord consistently, reading our Bible consistently, praying consistently, doing all the things that we should do, going to church, being in fellowship with the saints of God 
consistently, then God can take your effort and up your average. So you see, we don't always do things like we should. We don't, as you know, but don't give up. Just be consistent with giving it to God. Keep on trusting in Jesus, the lifter. Keep on leaving it up to the Holy Spirit to keep feeding us and feeding our souls and filling in the gap. And then we'll know everything is going to be all right because God knows how to process your situation, even uh, if you don't. As long as your spiritual barcode is pointed up toward him, God really does know your heart. All we have to do is trust the process. You see, the Aedes machine has nothing on our God. Processing 14,000 pieces a day? Huh. Well, God has the whole world in his hand. And there are more than 7 billion people in this world, all looking for their parcel, their situation to be processed. And yes, maybe this machine does have a 99.7% accuracy. But somebody said to me, and I really believe it, that he may not come when you want him, but he's always on time. Because the post office still has a small percentage of missource. But God has never lost a case. He has never lost a battle or what we may consider a misword. You see, the Bible tells us that God's ways and God's thoughts are so different from ours and they're so far apart that we don't understand what he's doing and why he's doing it and how he's doing it. And just like all the parcels that we process at the post office, they get processed to their destination. So too do our parcels get processed by God, but he does it at a hundred percent rate. And to us, even though it may not seem like it's a hundred percent, he's doing it for our good. So what might you ask is the process? Well, Romans 10 and 9 says that if you confess with your mouth, the Lord Jesus, you shall believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, then you shall be saved. That's part of the process. Matthew 11 and 28 says, come to me. Oh, you are weary and heavy laden, and I'll give you rest. That's part of the process. Ephesians 1 and 9 and verse 14 says, Having made known to us the mystery of his will, according to his good pleasure, which he has purposed in himself. We're talking about the Holy Spirit now, which is the earnest of our inheritance until the redemption of the purchased possession until the praise of glory. But then Romans 8 and 9 says, But you are not in the flesh but you're in the spirit if this is true if the spirit of God dwell in you now if any man have not the spirit of Christ he is not of his so if you don't have that spiritual barcode you're not one of his and you really can't depend on the process to work for you now, this process is for believers. Now, don't get me wrong. The Bible does say that he reigns on the just as well as the unjust. And yes, the Bible does say in Psalms that the wicked, they do uh, seem to exceed and, and excel over, over the righteous. But that is not true. It only seems that way. And we're not worried about that anyway. We're worried about, you know, we're worried about trusting the process. Now, 
In addition to all of this, this job has helped me to not be so critical of my fellow man because I realize that they too and all of us have our own process, our own parcel, our own issues, our situations and circumstances. We all have our own personal perplexing areas that ravage our lives and exceed certain emotional limits. And we're trying to deal with them and we're trying to get our, um, to our aidus, to our God, to our own personal automated, automated delivery unit, sort of, so that our parcels can be read under the light and routed to its perfect resolution. And if we could just get our parcels to the light, everything will be all right if we could just find it in ourselves to trust the process. All right, my friends, I know that this has been a little bit longer podcast than normal. And uh, this is but this is the first one for the new year. And uh, God had something for us. And he wants us to understand if we would just trust the process that everything is going to be okay. So, yes, that's my time for now. And um, if you like what you've heard today, please continue to follow and share with everybody you know. And as always, you can find your, this podcast on your favorite platform like Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Public Radio, Breaker, Anchor.fm, and on the Anchor app. And once again, have a great day. Have a wonderful 2021. And um, thanks again for joining me on Traveling Through the Word with Tea.